0: Want to succeed at your author business in 2022? There are three main pillars that you must focus on and master this year, if that's going to be the case. And I'm gonna be discussing them in today's episode, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Prolific Author Podcast. Let's face it, readers read fiction to feel emotion and be transported and transformed. In this ongoing digital revolution, where online marketing is always in flux, the only way to create a sustainable author business and live off your royalties is to write transformational stories, market at every stage of the author journey, and cultivate a loyal audience of readers. Fortunately, there's never been more opportunity to make a living as a fiction author. Hi, I'm Liesl Hill. Okay, so first of all, let me apologize for being a little bit all over the place in the last few weeks. (laughs) I've been dealing with a lot. I've made this joke several times, but I really hope that January turns out to be the Monday of my year, and the rest of my year is awesome because there's just been a lot of things since the new year that have kind of piled on. Um, One is that we've been dealing with a lot of illness in our family. Seriously, everyone, and I don't just mean my immediate family, like my brothers, my sisters, everyone has been getting COVID. And so none of them are very serious cases. They're all pretty mild, um, but everyone... Everyone has gotten sick. I'm pretty sure I had it. I didn't actually go and test because I work at home. I don't really have any reason to go test, but I had all the same symptoms as everyone else, so I probably had it. Um, and you know, it's really hard to get any writing done or anything done when every time you stand up, you get dizzy. <laughs> so that was not terribly fun. Um, unfortunately, there was also another. Kind of family health thing going on. My father unfortunately had an accident on New Year's Eve, and it's looking like he's probably going to need to have both of his feet amputated. So we have been dealing with that. He is very upbeat about it, and he's doing really, really well. Um, But of course, that's something that's very psychological, and the family has been just kind of dealing with that on top of the COVID. So, like I said, it's been it's been kind of a rough few weeks. You know, (laughs) Um, there is a GoFundMe for my dad. um, Just if anyone wants to contribute for medical expenses, they are probably going to be rather steep. And so I will put that in the show notes if anyone, um, would like to contribute. And even if you are not in a place where you can, I would really appreciate it if anyone would be willing to share it just on social media or wherever you share things to get it in front of people who might be willing to contribute. Okay. So yeah, that is pretty much my personal update. It's not terribly fun this time, but I am happy to report that everyone is doing better and we're kind of getting back into the swing of things. That includes me. I've actually gotten a lot of, you know, really productive work done over the last few days. And that's the first time that's happened since uh, before Christmas. So um, I'm really glad that things are getting back to normal. Um, The other big announcement that I have, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more at the end of the episode, is that I have finally, (laughs) amidst all the craziness, scheduled my next workshop, okay? So, I've been promising one for about a month, and I was, you know, just kind of putting it together, everything that you got to do on the back end, and then, of course, all of this stuff went down in my personal life, and I've had to push it out several times, but I have finally scheduled it. It is going to be what is essentially, depending on how you look at it, the first or second week in February, it's um, February 7th through 11th is when it will be taking place that week. It is called How to Build Your Fiction Empire Quickly Without Guessing, Wasting Money, or Taking Years. Okay, so if you want to sign up for that workshop, go to bit.ly forward slash fiction empire. Okay, that's again bit.ly forward slash fiction empire. It is a free workshop for any author who wants to attend and we are going to be talking about um, among other things, writing higher quality words in shorter amounts of time, writing transformational stories in order to bring your readers back to your work again and again, and of course marketing, because we got to talk about marketing, marketing naturally and easily in a way that can give you results and allow you to scale. Okay, so I'm really excited for this workshop. I've been working on it for a long time, and I hope that I will see you all there. Okay, so let's talk about the three pillars that you need to master this year if you want to be successful at your fiction author business. They are the first pillar, writing higher quality words in a shorter amount of time. Now, I just, ta- I just said that same thing when I talked about the workshop. Basically, these are the kinds of things we're going to be doing deep dives into in the workshop, okay? The second pillar is writing transformational stories, and the third pillar, of course, is marketing easily and naturally. So let's talk about these in just a little bit more detail. First of all, One of my biggest pet peeves that I see so many authors talking about is that you can only write when the muse shows up. Guys, this could not be further from the truth. And in fact, I think it's a really limiting and incorrect and bordering on toxic way to look at your creativity don't get me wrong. I completely understand why people think this is the case because this is what's taught. This is what's been taught for a long time. We have, you know, kind of the one hit wonder authors that we always think about, like J.D. Salinger or, um, uh, you know, other people like him that just wrote one book or a couple of books, uh, you know, um, Harper Lee and, and never did anything again. But the problem is that it that teaching makes people believe that the muse, the creative muse is this strange and elusive creature that only shows up whimsically. Okay. But I'm going to tell you a secret. Come close. I'm going to whisper it. Here's the thing. The muse don't does not show up until after you get started. It will never show up before you're ready to start. Okay. That's not the way it works. In fact, Louis L'Amour, one of the most prolific authors ever, has a really great quote about this in which he says, The water will not start flowing until the tap is turned on. You have to start first, or you're never going to get the muse. Okay, I'm going to compare this to something else. Let's say that I decided I wanted to become a marathon runner. No, I don't actually want to, but let's just say that I did. And I said to myself, Well, I want to be a marathon runner, and it is something that I'm dedicated to, but. You know, athleticism is a strange and whimsical creature and it, it doesn't show up every day. So I'm only going to run when my athletic self shows up and when I feel like running. <laughs> I really hope you're all laughing at that, okay? Because we all know better about about athletics, right? Most days, we're not going to want to get out of bed at 5 o'clock in the morning and run. If it's something that we are dedicated to, we have to do it whether we feel like we want to do it or not. And what happens is that you create the desire to do it through your actions, okay? The exact same thing is true of the muse. If you write every single day, you will get to the point where the muse comes when you call, but you have to cultivate that. It's like a muscle that you have to exercise. But the muse is almost never going to show up first, okay? Some of the most successful people in our space are people who write every single day even when they don't feel like it. And I'm not saying you have to write 10,000 words every day when you don't feel like it. That's not what I'm saying. Sometimes, you know, we all have days where we're not in the right headspace to write. I do. Or, you know, you've got other things going on and you just can't sit down that day or, or whatever. But even if you write a single paragraph every single day, that trains your mind. It trains your brain to kind of snap into writing mode and tap into your creativity. And you can get to the point where you can do it on command, but it takes time to cultivate it, okay? So waiting for the muse to show up, that is exactly why it takes you so long to finish a manuscript, okay? So, you know, basically what I'm saying is that if you want to master writing and you want to be a career writer, you have to learn how to write higher quality words in a shorter period of time and the first step in that is writing every day whether you feel like it or not now you're not always going to write high quality words you're going to have days where you're going to scrap everything but i'm going to give you a little bit of a challenge to start writing something every single day even if it's just a paragraph guys anybody has time three and a half minutes to sit down and write a paragraph before bed okay just start writing and i want you to ask yourself this question as we head into 2022 Do you want to write in a way that is predictable and effective so that you will always know about how long it takes you to write a book and finish a book and have something new to sell? Or do you want to keep waiting and hoping for the muse to show up? A little bit of food for thought. Okay, next order of business when it comes to writing higher quality words in a shorter amount of time. I truly believe, because I have seen it, that people can write anyone any author can write a book in 90 days or less. Yes, I do get a lot of pushback from that. And a lot of that is because, you know, when you have new authors, the very first time they write, it tends to take them a lot longer than that. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just you getting your first book under your belt. Okay. The problem is that your thoughts will always create your reality. So if you write your first book and it takes you six months, and then you think, okay, well, that's just how long it takes me to write a book. It takes me six months. You will always take six months to write a book or longer. Okay, if instead you change your thoughts and say, I think I can get this done in ninety days, and then sit down and figure out what you need to do, how many words you need to write each day, you know, what kind of environment you need to create for yourself, um, you know, what kind of time commitment we're looking at, you can sit down and figure out how to write faster than that. And I promise you, I promise you, it does not mean that you have to skimp on the quality of the book. Now, also keep in mind that I think I think a lot of people, when they hear me say you can write a book in 90 days or less, they think that I mean you have to start with a blank page on day one and hit publish on day 90. And that's not really what we're talking about here. We're talking about getting your first draft of the manuscript written. Okay, we're, we're talking about... Um, I actually teach more than the first draft. I, I get mine all written to where it just needs a little bit of light editing within 90 days. But you can also get yourself onto a rolling schedule where you finish book one, um, you know, send it off to your editor, start on book two, get the edits back, you know, fix what needs fixing, send it to your beta readers, go back to working. I mean, you can get yourself, you know, t- to where you're a well-oiled machine when it comes to your fiction, if that's what you want. And doing that. Any author, it does not matter what they write, it does not matter what genre, it does not matter what the book length is. You can write a book every 90 days. Now, of course, writing a longer book is going to take longer than writing a shorter book. That's a given. But, guys, I'm currently writing high fantasy. Um, I will say that I, you know, I, I have not always finished them in 90 days, mostly because I've been working on my academy and kind of gearing my time more toward authors than toward the reader side of things. But I have written them in 90 days before. I do have a process that is very intensive and I can get to a point where I can get the first draft written in about six weeks. And these are... Door stoppers, okay? They are high fantasy dragon novels that are, you know, between 150 and 200,000 words in length, and I can get them written within 90 days. I have to definitely put my mind to it. I have to definitely commit to it and plan in advance, but it's doable, okay? So if you're not writing 200,000 word door stoppers, trust me, it's possible to get to the point where you can write a book in 90 days. Now, you're, it's not going to happen the first time, and you definitely need systems and processes in place to make sure that happens. But the biggest thing is that we're going into 2022 would you rather keep doing what you're doing taking a long time to write your books and and having it be unpredictable not know how long it's going to take you to write your next book or would you like to put processes and systems in place and train your brain so that you can you know have a little bit more predictability in your business and when you're going to have another asset to sell just something to think about okay So that's pillar one. Let's go into pillar two. Transformative or transformational stories. This is something that I teach a lot. There are a lot of authors out there that do not think they need story craft, that sit down, start writing, off to the races, and then publish their books. Now, some of those authors are very successful. Some are not. I want you, first of all, to not think right now that you are the exception. (laughs) I know that sounds a little harsh, but most of us are not the exception. Trust me, I am not the exception. I cannot sit down with no plan in place and write an awesome book. It's going to be a dumpster fire if I try to do that, okay? That is true of most of us. That is true of 99% of us. But there's a lot of authors out there that don't think that they are included in that when really they are, okay? So I'm going to put um, a somewhat controversial idea out there. I'm going to say that planning your plot first is really not the best way to approach storytelling. Okay? Now, once again, I understand why people think that it is. I understand why a lot of people plan their plot first. It's kind of what's mostly taught in our space. It's also how we think about the story. You know, when a reader or two authors or whoever, any human being, talks about a story, whether it's a book or a movie or a TV show or, you know, what have you, they talk about it in terms of the plot. Sometimes they'll talk about it in terms of the characters. This was such a fascinating character. But they're still talking about it in terms of what that character did, how they reacted to certain situations in the story, right? So plot is pretty central to the story that we're telling. But we should not be planning the plot first, okay? The plot is... Almost incidental. (laughs) I know that sounds insane, but I promise you it's true. And, And let me explain why that is. It is because the plot is not actually what drives the story forward. It is not what drives the narrative forward. It kind of weaves in and out of the narrative, for sure. I mean, I'm not saying the plot is not important, or that it's not essential, or that you don't need the plot. Of course you need the plot. We all know that. But the driving force of the narrative is not the plot it's the emotion. It is the character's transformation, okay? That is what we need to be planning first. And this is something that I, I tell a lot of my clients, and I've said it before on the podcast, okay? It's not that most writers don't have characters that change. We are all taught that we need dynamic characters, and they should change over the course of the novel in some way. But most people, they kind of back burner that change. They plan the plot first, And the change or the transformation of the character becomes somewhat incidental. Now, the problem with that is that it does not create a transformative story, okay? It it can create an okay story. I'm not saying that there aren't stories that do that that haven't done well. But we all know that this is a difficult industry, okay? There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of people writing stories and uploading them to, to Amazon these days. Transformational stories will connect with readers a million percent more powerfully than non-transformational stories, okay? I promise they will. There's a lot of different ways that you can do that transformation. There's not just one. Why not give yourself as much of a leg up as you possibly can this year as you're writing your stories, okay? All I'm saying is that you should be planning your transformations first, and then using that as a jumping off point to plan your plot, If you do that, I promise you, you will have more readers, more mega fans, more reviews and better reviews than you have ever seen before in your life. So, do you want to keep kind of whimsically planning your stories, starting with the plot? Or would you rather learn how to connect deeply and instantaneously with readers with every single story you write for the rest of your life? Which one would be, do you think, more beneficial to your author business? I think we all know what the answer is, okay? And finally, let's talk about ads. I am, I'm kind of full of controversial statements today. I'm gonna make one more before I wrap up. Ads for your fiction books do not have to be hard or expensive. Now, if you have not rebelled against any of the other statements I've made today, you're probably rebelling against this one, right? It is, most people consider it that it is hard to do marketing. It is hard to do ads. Maybe you've even tried to do ads. You once set up an Amazon ad and it just went kerplooey on you, right? A lot of people have had that particular experience, so I understand, and I completely believe you when you say that is the case. I'm not trying to say anybody's lying, but the main reason that people think that it's so hard, or have had these unfortunate and negative experiences, and I'm so sorry if you have. Like, there's nothing worse than losing money on an ad when you're trying to promote your work. It's it's so disheartening, and I've been there, so I completely get it. But the reason that happens is because we don't know how to do the ads. Now, I don't mean setting up the ad. You might be thinking, oh, but I I do know how. I've set up Facebook ads before or I've set up Amazon ads before and it didn't work. No, that's not what I'm talking about. Knowing how to set up an ad on the platform or understanding how the platform works, that's not what I mean. You need ads strategies, okay? And by that, I mean you need to know what type of ads to use and when. You need to know... um, how to set them up, how long to let them go for, you know, what ads to do in conjunction with each other. Should you only be doing one? Should you be doing a combination of them? Um, for how long to let them run, how to know when they're working and when they're not working, and how to interpret the data you get back from them, okay? All of that, that's an ads strategy. We're not just talking about how to set up the ad on the platform, okay? And if you don't know these things, you're going to have a really hard time making ads work for you. Now, I can attest to this personally because... For years, I, you know, would just kind of dabble in ads and I would set up a few here and there. And I read a couple of books, you know, that you could get on Amazon. But then once I actually paid someone who knew what they were doing to help me with my strategy, boom, instant results, instant results. Guys, hundreds of authors right now are using ads strategically and they are getting two times, four times, five times, 10 times return on their money. Okay. Okay. It is very doable. And once you know how and you've learned it and put it into practice, it's neither hard nor expensive, okay? The biggest problem is that people don't know what to do. They're guessing, just like I did for so many years, and throwing spaghetti against the wall hoping something sticks, okay? If you take nothing else away from this podcast today, this is what I want you to remember. Hot pasta against cold wall is not an ad strategy, okay? You will lose money every time. Because there's just too many variables that you're not accounting for. That This is another thing you have to understand. Ads do not have to be hard or expensive, but ads are complicated. They always are. Because there are so many different variables in the algorithm that have to be accounted for. Okay? So, they don't have to be hard. You can figure it out with a simple strategy. Figure out what to do when and do it. But if you're just guessing, there's no way you're going to accidentally land on the right strategy. Okay, it doesn't work that way. They're too complex. The algorithms that run these ads are too complex in 2022 for you to do that. So I'm going to ask you one more question here. Do you want to keep throwing that spaghetti against the wall and hoping something sticks? And I've already told you, I promise that's not going to work. You can do that forever. It's not ever going to yield good results. Or do you want to come up with a strategy that you know will work in real time, just like step-by-step plan. Do this on this day, do that on that day, do that on that day. Look at the results. If you got this, this is what it means. If you got that, that is what it means and move forward. Would that be something you'd be interested in and a better way to approach your business in 2022? Just ask yourself that, okay? So I'm sure the next question you're wondering is how do I learn all of this? This is all well and good, but i you know, how do I figure out what this is? Well... To that end, I am doing the workshop in the second week of February, the 7th through the 11th. As I said at the beginning of the podcast, we are going to be deep diving into all of these things, writing higher quality words in a shorter amount of time, writing transformational stories to bring your readers back to your work again and again, and marketing naturally and easily in a way that gives you results and allows you to scale. Okay, Those are the three pillars that you need to master this year if you want to be a career author moving forward and want to get to a point where you can live off your book royalties that's another thing there's a lot of people who say oh well you can make money but you know that doesn't necessarily you're g- mean you're going to be living off your royalties okay i get that not everyone does and that's fine if they don't want to if that's not something they're interested in maybe they write two or three books and decide it's just not for them they don't want to keep writing and okay that's that's totally fine but if you want to live off your royalties there are authors that are doing this every single day, and you can get there if you're dedicated enough, if you want it bad enough, and if you have a simple step-by-step plan to follow so you always know where you're at, where you're going, what still needs to be done. I mean, we are dealing today with amazing technology where we can do this more easily and faster than ever before you just got to be willing to put in the work but you also have to know just like the ads what the strategy is for your overall career and that's what we're going to talk about in the workshop okay so once again that is how to build your fiction empire quickly without guessing wasting money or taking years and if you want to sign up for that workshop go to bit.ly forward slash fiction empire to sign up okay And I really hope to see you there. So that is pretty much what I have for you today. Just some questions to think about as we head into 2022. Where do you want your author business to go? Okay. And I really hope that you'll all um, join me in the workshop. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope that this was helpful for you. Go forth and write amazing, wonderful, transformational stories that are going to change the world. I know you can do it. And remember, there is always a market for awesome. Me again. Before you go, if you found value in this episode, I would love it if you could leave me a review. Reviews are the best way to show your appreciation and help others find this podcast. Be sure to screenshot it, share it on your favorite social media network, and tag me at LK Hill Books. Remember, the world needs your stories. Only you can change someone's heart with your fire-breathing dragons, your mind-blowing mysteries, your epic romances, and your intense thrillers. So join the revolution and be a prolific author.